0: everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Landing on Landsdown podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ferrara, joined by Mr. Devin Roche in sunny South Florida right now. Um, I am sadly in the freezing cold of Boston, which I am not used to. Um, Yeah, so we are pretty much here to talk about Red Sox and the MLB. And Devin, if you want to add something, just add it.
1: You know, just... Breaking down all the player options, team options, mutual options that just happened and some notable minor league free agents in this episode. Some and big
0: ones. Yeah, we like, we, like to ha- we like to keep it light. We like to have fun. And uh, we'll see how this fucking goes. I shouldn't have said fucking, but who cares? Whatever. Ooh. All right. So let me just minimize this so I can still see you. All right. How do we feel? Devin, Devin Roche, how do you feel about the Red Sox season this year?
1: It was a success. I mean, the farm system improved vastly. The team overachieved. Alex Cora was unbelievable at the helm again, even though he was left
0: off the manager of the year finalist. Dude, I, I mean, we'll get into the awards later, but oh, my God. I was so pissed when I didn't fucking see Alex Cora on there. Like, the Red Sox really went from last to making it a deep run in the playoffs like they did. What, what are they? Was that 20, 2017, 2018, right? They did the same thing. And yeah, I mean,
1: is, I knew they weren't going to give it to him because uh, the whole
0: Astros cheating thing, but he still deserved it this year. I know. He deserves something. He doesn't deserve, like, nothing. I don't know. And who, who are the other ones? It's Kevin Cash. um, uh, Dusty Baker, who Dusty. does deserve. Yeah, I do like Dusty Baker. And uh, the manager from the Mariners. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I, I, honest to God, I feel like – I know we're supposed to be talking about the Red Sox and everything, but, like – I feel bad for the Mariners, dude, and all these, like, small market teams because Corey Seager going into free agency, like, they all said goodbye to Corey Seager because they know he's not coming back to Seattle. Which Kyle. is like Seager. Or Kyle. Wrong Seager. Right, dude. Seager, Seager. I, I got it right. I was so confident, too. <laughs> I was so confident in it. All right, but, yeah, but they were all saying goodbye to Kyle Seager. Like, I remember watching the Mariners' last game, and they're just – fucking crying I'm like dude like there's a chance you can come back right but it's just like there's no shot same thing with the Reds and Castellanos and it's just there's no shot they're ever coming back to their like little teams so let's see Red, so- so the Red Sox yeah
1: so, uh, Christian Vasquez's option which was kind of expected after Bloom uh, gave praise to him in the postseason presser said it was hard to find a guy back there that could handle it physically and mentally which He's shown to do. I mean, he took a step backwards this year, but coming off of a weird 2020 into a full season and catching that
0: many games, he was going to get tired back there. But I mean, it's tough for any catcher in the MLB, let alone yeah. like one of the tops of the realm. But I mean, like he's he's a solid catcher. Like you need a guy like Vasquez back there. Even if he's not a one, like he's still solid. He'll still get your games, get you out, and be a playmaker.
1: So exactly. My, I and I like
0: that he's back. I'm very happy about that one. Yeah, and he's very clutch in the postseason, as we saw. Yeah. I went I went to um, uh, the one game when he hit the walk-off against uh, the Rays. Oh, uh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, it was unreal. That game went so long, and then, uh, like, I was so tired. I thought Bobby D was going to hit it out because I just had a thing. I love Bobby he
1: D. brutal in the postseason.
0: I know he did. I know he did. But that man is fucking gorgeous, all right? I wish I looked like Bobby D. I wish I, like, played like him, too. Maybe because he's a first baseman. I'm first baseman. I'm like, oh, my God, Bobby Dalbeck. Like, we had a joke with my family that my sister's going to marry Bobby Dalbeck. (laughs) (laughs) So every time he played, it would be like, yo, sis, your husband's on. Yada, yada, yada. But, uh, yeah, dude, Vasquez, he hit it out. And I'm just like, what? Like, my jaw was – I didn't say anything for a good five minutes. My jaw was still (laughs) on the ground. I didn't say one word and we were walking <laughs> out of Fenway. And the only time I said words that entire, like, walk out is when we were chanting, Yankees suck. And they weren't even playing the Yankees. Just fuck the Yankees. Fuck them. <laughs> that was the most insane thing I've ever seen, ever seen live. But I mean, that's, that's awesome. Probably a lot better dealing with the Florida mollins that we have back at home. But um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, next. Who do we yeah. got next?
1: We got Garrett Richards next. His $10 million team option got declined. Good. I mean, he wasn't really bad out of the bullpen. His stuff ticked up, but obviously not going to pay a reliever $10, yeah, I, 10 million a year if
0: he can't pitch without spider tack. Exactly. Like, not even – even before that, he kind of sucked, right? He had that one good period, but then after that, it was just like
1: – Yeah, I mean, as a starter, he just – and in the cold, it looked like um, – couldn't really get a feel for things. He's had injuries, so I would playing in the cold, that might have factored in as he's been in, like, Southern California his whole career.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the do you think uh, – where do you think he'll end up?
1: I could see him back in Southern California, or sneaky team might be the Marlins, trying to get an innings eater out of the
0: pen. Dude, I, guy. I, think, I think the Marlins need to, like, sign a guy. But we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next on the Red Sox list, we got uh, Martin Perez, right? Yeah, that one speaks for itself. He was atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the mayor of Ding Dong City. Yeah, he's
1: a free agent. See, uh, I don't see him coming back. He doesn't really
0: fit in. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't, we don't really need him. He had. What he had that one grand slam and that like locked
1: in in the first base with the Red Sox wanting to bring up Cassis next year or Cassis being on track to come up in the middle of next year.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: The left lefty platoon with him and Dal back rather than Shaw because he would just be an early DFA candidate.
0: Yeah. And well, speaking of first base, go over to Kyle Schwarber. Um, Uh, I really want to see him back. I really do. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was expected that he was going to opt out of the deal for only $11 million as yeah. he's coming off the best of his career. I mean. Exactly. But I yeah, mean, he comes back, but I
0: just don't see a fit long term. <sighs> I don't know, man. Because if he – he did do good defensively at first base. Like, he started off yeah. – like, he had that one – what, the overthrow thing that he did? Yeah. That was, but then, like, he kind of came back. He looked solid. And, I mean, if you add him, you really don't need Shaw at all. Like, I love yeah. – I love I love Schwarber. Like I said in the uh, the grades article that we did, oh my God, it would just be perfect. His last name is just perfect. It's perfect Bostonian. It's just I feel like it's a match made in heaven. All right. Yeah.
1: The only got, problem is that it just weakens the defense all around if you have to put Schwarber at first because you can't DH him because that means jd has got to be in the outfield and
0: that yeah that all right and
1: that forces Renfro to center, Verdugo to left, and Kike to second where Kike is our best center fielder. So. Yeah, exactly.
0: So yeah.
1: that's the problem I see. But with JD being a free agent after next year, they could just ride with it this year.
0: And yeah, then, that is true. But, dude, next year. I don't know if I see JD going to another team. Like, honestly. It will
1: depend on the CBA. If the DH gets instituted in the NL, uh, he has a market where he could come back home to – Per say the Marlins or go straight to the contender, yeah. like the Braves as a DH. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see what JD does next offseason. But he's back for this year.
0: Yeah, thank God for that. Um uh, definitely gonna need him in the lineup. All right, uh next. What do we got? We
1: got uh Eddie Rodriguez. He uh has a he got offered a qualifying offer. He's been linked to the Angels. He had he wasn't that good on the EI, ERA standpoint of things and wins and losses, but his per, peripherals were pretty good. And I think he just got snake bin by defense being bad. Yeah. I mean yeah. he's coming off a year where he had where he had COVID and it's just a weird year.
0: But I mean, if he can be a guy to eat up some innings, like that's kind of all we need. Yeah. We just need but we'll more. have to see
1: the prices, right, because they got Whitlock and Hauk who can just jump into the
0: rotation yeah, dude Hauk, ah, jumping into the rotation, like I had high hopes for that. I like start off amazing, like I thought he was just gonna shove, but besides that I mean, man it was kind of yeah. he did he did like but was, really, defense
1: think, was terrible behind him, and they just like did not hit yeah, I guess I don't know. maybe just like no ideal role for him is like come in out of the bullpen and throw three scoreless or let his stuff take up where he doesn't have to last five innings and just let it eat for two, three innings out of the pen and have him be your lockdown guy.
0: Yeah, but, dude, I, I really wanted him to be a starter. I thought he was going to go in there, get that fifth starter role. Like, once Sale got yeah. back, I thought Hauk was going to be in there too. But it's just – it never really panned out, which I, I'm excited no. to see what it is in the future. Like, I love the yeah. young Red Sox. needs to guy. build up endurance. Yeah. All right. So, next, next- – we
1: got Hansel Robles. He's a free agent. He was a good pickup. I mean, he didn't allow a run
0: for a while. Yeah. I mean, he was solid, dude. Not really anything yeah. that outstanding with him, just solid guy. Yeah. Wonder if they bring
1: him back if the, you know, mutual interest there. I don't I mean, know. Yeah. But.
0: Especially, honestly, again, like we just need guys with innings. That's it. I mean, he did his yeah. job. He ate up innings. He didn't ever really choke that bad. Right. Yeah. The only problem is with
1: him. You, I just don't trust him when he comes into a game. It's like you're on the edge of your seat. Eh.
0: I kind of I felt that way with a lot more other guys that they, the Red Sox eventually got rid of. But uh, yeah, I mean they got to upgrade their bullpen either way. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing that we need to do in this free agent season, which we'll talk about next. But um, let's finish it off with the last what, what last what four guys we got.
1: Yeah. So um, JD opted in. Good. Great, as we God. mentioned before. Exactly. And that one just kind of speaks for itself. Everyone's happy he's back. Every, everyone's happy he's
0: back. Yeah, he's even happy.
1: This a spark plug in Jose Iglesias is a minor league free agent currently. How owner, is he a minor league free agent? Because they signed him after September to a minor league deal.
0: Okay, and after uh,
1: after September first to minor league deal. So and then they had to outright him off the
0: forty man for the playoffs. Yeah, that sucked. It was cool seeing him though, like stay with the team and celebrate and everything.
1: Yeah. I wonder if they bring him back as like kind of a utility infielder guy. Yeah. Yeah. Was- Arroyo I- is great, but he just can't stay
0: healthy. Yeah, I know. I do like Arroyo a lot. But um, dude, Iglesias is a solid. I remember when he was first on the Red Sox watching him, dude, the insane plays that he made like yeah. that's eh. But his defense just unreal. Like if- yeah someone in the infield like he's our guy yeah
1: somehow defensive metrics aren't too nice to him but really yeah but he passes the eye test
0: so but I, yeah obviously yeah. he looks and, like Domingo Ayala in the infield
1: oh I know and like if you stick him at a second base with uh that could be your hold over until I don't know if Jeter Downs does plan out pan out yeah Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they want to capitalize on Arroyo coming off a
0: good year and maybe trade him for a reliever. Yeah, I mean – But he he has,
1: like, no service time right now, so –
0: He'll be like another Michael Chavez.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, Arroyo has more value than that. It's just he can't stay on the field. That's the only problem.
0: Yeah. Dude, I thought – I thought Chavez was gonna be like the next big thing and everything. Like you look at his swing, like the build's not that good, but his swing was just oh
1: yeah, money. And then you throw a fastball above the letters, and it's just nothing.
0: Good. I still like next
1: him. yeah. Next free agent, Adam Atavino. I don't see him coming back. No, me neither. I think he was just picked up in order to get uh, Frank Herman, the minor leaguer that they got from the Yankees.
0: Yeah, dude. Adovino, he- I
1: mean Modovino is good. But he's probably going to want more
0: – a decent amount of money. And Do you think he's actually going to ask for more?
1: Yeah, and he's going to ask for – I don't know. I don't know what his market is, but I think he's going to ask for like a de- decent amount of money for a reliever. And I think he'll probably get it. Really? And I think, yeah, I mean, if you look at teams with like money to spend and no bullpens, they'll shell out money for guys. I mean, our, I can see Joe Kelly coming back. He, his options got declined by the oh – i Rogers. would love that, that. Would be great that would that be would insane be
0: that'd be, be a marketing marketers wet dream right there if joe kelly exactly
1: came. that would be ideal for the red sox pr team
0: yeah and it, it like he just brings this like fuck you attitude you know
1: yeah exactly he, he's a competitor he's a bulldog on the mountain
0: exactly that's that's what every team needs
1: yeah just a fiery guy in the pen
0: exactly yeah what we got two Next more
1: guy- yeah, we got Danny Santana. He's a free agent. Don't see him coming back. I mean, no. he could play defense and was fast, but no. you got that Tim LaCastro now, who they just claimed off waivers from the Yankees. You want to talk yeah. about that real quick?
0: Yeah. Isn't he, like – I was talking to my Yankee friends about this. Isn't he, like, super fast and, like, He's the next like, thing. one of the
1: top three fastest guys in baseball. Like, I, there's videos, like, circulating on Twitter of him beating out ground balls to, like, shortstop that the shortstop, like, fields cleanly and makes a good throw. Dude, what is up with the, the
0: Yankees and just giving people away?
1: Well, I mean, he was with the Diamondbacks, and they traded for him to be their, like, everyday center fielder and then, like, tore his uh, ACL while they were actually playing Boston on a Verdugo fly ball. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be interesting to see who they keep, either him and Duran, because he kind of fills Duran's role as the speedy outfielder. Yeah. That's, like, defense first. But Duran, he can't put – he's terrible in center.
0: No, dude, but Duran
1: does have more power, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they let Duran mature in triple A for two months out of the gate.
0: That's a, that's another one that I was just like very, very hyped up about. And yeah,
1: I, I thought they were gonna make a trade with San Fran Duran for throw Duran in a package for one of their young catchers, but with Posey retiring, I don't, don't see San Fran oh, trading a catcher right now.
0: Definitely not. That, that one's crazy, Posey retiring, yeah. I mean, he had the
1: really bad leg injury when he was yeah. young. So I think that's what caught up to him and him having a family. Now.
0: That is the so. one thing with baseball that sucks in any sport that sucks. Is injuries just kill careers. I'm pretty sure we can both talk about that.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, we
0: can. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. All right, last yeah. dude, Austin Bryce.
1: Uh, uh, Austin, Austin Bryce being, you know, <sighs> I don't, Austin coming back. I mean, he was good for a year with the Marlins, and then he has a weird arm angle, throws hard, but just doesn't know where the ball's going.
0: When we were talking about Robles and I was talking about other guys coming out of the pen, that scared the shit out of me. Austin, awesome, Bryce.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought he was going to be a lot better just from the angle he throws from and just, like, changing the whole view. But that help gave you that out of the pen. Exactly. The,
0: yeah. You get a righty Chris Sale.
1: You don't- yeah, I mean, you know, Heimbloom comes in, picks up a bunch of flyers. He hit gold with Garrett Whitlock.
0: Yeah. I mean, one sticks out of a group of every five you're doing yeah. a great job. I mean, Dude, Garrett Whitlock, he was the one, he was the dog that came out of the pen. And I was just like, he oh, was just, fuck he, yes.
1: Second he came in a game game was over.
0: Exactly. Like you, you knew what was going to happen. You knew he was going to get three outs. You knew he was going to do his job and it was just automatic, which was. Yeah. Normal. All right. So that is enough with the free agents and uh, team player, mutual options and all that fun stuff. All right, what do you yeah. want to talk You want to go to the grades? Our little article that we made on landingonlandsdown.com. <laughs> Plug? Yes, we can. All right, let's bring that up real quick. So one thing that me and Devin did, um, we made a list. We graded every player on the Red Sox this year, how good their season was and everything. So we will go through the list one by one, starting with the man behind the dish, Mr. Christian Vasquez guys so Devin what'd you give him as a grade you know see I mean he took steps back defensively
1: and offensively but overall like it's very average catcher I mean he's probably a, a little bit above average for a catcher but he has 77 RC plus or WRC plus in a 0.5 war I mean he was just as average as I think you can get with yeah. being without being like a negative
0: yeah dude did you ever like what uh, was it 2018 or whatever? What was the year he went off? Like kind of off. I think 18. 18?
1: Dude, 18
0: I, or 19. I was so bought into Vasquez. I thought he was going to be like the next Buster Posey. I thought he was going to be the next great catcher. I thought he was going to be an all-star. I thought it was going to be all that. And I don't know. It's kind of kind of just been downhill from there. Like I, well, I, you I know, really thought. How Tommy to is a catcher.
1: Is extremely difficult. But that was, he's a couple of years. Before, he's probably like four years removed from that by now. Yeah. Five years maybe.
0: Yeah, and it's just I I just see him like panning out like he's a good catcher. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, he's just average. He's just another catcher, dude. I thought he was gonna be something special, and I hope, I hope to God, if he sees this, he gets really pissed off and like proves both of us <laughs> wrong because we're like dumb twenty one year olds just talking about sports. But well, goddamn, he got pissed off and proved us wrong. I would be so happy.
1: Well, the thing about Vasquez is though he's the most durable catcher in big leagues. There's that's- nobody who can get back there more than him and catch every day. And that's what he takes pride in. I mean, yeah. You he, he's never on the injured list. I mean, yeah. He you show up every day knowing he's your guy back there. And I think that counts for a lot as a
0: catcher. Yeah, especially as a catcher. I don't yeah. I don't ever understand catching. I, I know you obviously do. Um excuse me, sorry. But it's weird. It's funny. You have um who was a catcher for the Astros that batted. Was he the one that batted like a hundred or something, and they still had him on the plate?
1: Yeah, or no, that was Martín Maldonado. Yeah,
0: Maldonado. I-
1: well, you see that throw he made um, to get Verdugo, I think it was in the the uh, game six. I don't yeah, think. He yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. he just has a cannon back there.
0: Yeah, but I just I don't know, man. If I'm like a GM of a team and everything, I want people. I mean, like you're like yourself, dude. Catchers who match. Yeah. like that's kind of what I want. I don't want Gary Sanchez per se. I mean, he doesn't even yeah. mash anymore, but I, I don't think, want. I think, he, like, one
1: the backup catcher has to be a defense first, and then uh, you know, your off catcher has got to be kind of the guy you're, you're gonna need some offensive production. But I think Vasquez gave enough as a. I mean, the yeah. expectations for catchers around the league are, yeah, not. I think he was above average catcher, but overall, I think he had a
0: very average season by standards yeah definitely all right so we'll stay behind the dish we'll talk about the electric factory himself kevin polecki devin start us off
1: i mean i just love this guy back there i mean his arm let's just get the bad stuff out of the way early his arm terrible but any everything other than that i mean he just he walks behind a plane he's just an automatic leader you can see that with the way he handles It it means a lot when you're catching the ace every time yeah I mean, any rakes, I mean, uh, he had a 349 OPS. I mean, he gets on base. Uh, he just makes contact and he makes things happen at the plate and he's a leader behind the plate. And, you know, he's a huge clubhouse glue guy. I mean, dude, he started the whole, uh, he started the whole, uh, shopping cart thing and he yeah. pu- he pushed it all year. I mean, He's I a guy mean, that I think they have to hold on to. No,
0: for they a while. do. I, like, oh my God. He didn't only come up with one, but two: electric factory things, celebrations, whatever you want to call it. His fucking walk-up song, dancing uh, dancing <laughs> yeah. on my own. Yeah. That thing. like during the whole Red Sox playoff run, I blasted that every 20 minutes. It was in my ears. <laughs> it's a great song. It was unreal, and then we don't have to mention the shopping or the, the laundry cart because that is just iconic. And yeah. I'm very excited to see what they're going to do next season. I hope they don't bring it back. I hope it kind of just like something new. The team. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Uh, I mean, every team kind of has that one thing. But dude, he is a great. He's a huge glue guy, and especially I think at that catcher position, you do need a glue guy back there. So, yeah, you need you need a leader. He just
1: yeah. commands the game when he comes in.
0: Exactly. So what we gave him what overall we gave him a P-plus. P-plus, so, yeah. Great season for Puecki. And the most handsome man out there on the field, Throbby D, Bobby Dalback, Dev? You know, I mean, he started off really shaky. But oh, I th- and something worse than really shaky.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give him the benefit of a doubt because, you know, he really turned it around. I, when Kyle Schwarber came, I they were talking about hitting, I heard, and Dalbeck just turned it all around. He started he started being more aggressive up there and making – I mean, his, like, bat – he was unbelievable in uh, batting ball – or uh, hard hit balls. I mean, he barreled balls in above the 90% benchmark. And he, I think he just was extremely unlucky. I think it's amplified by how much he strikes out because it's either a home run or a strikeout, as we've seen – with him type of approach. Yeah. But I think overall he showed a lot of promise and potential this year.
0: He, um, he let his nuts drag when they try to trade for him. Like yeah. that's hair that he had. That was unbelievable. Unreal. I was like, Oh my that's God. The type of guy he is though. He's, he's super hot or super cold. And you're not the ride the wave. Till ride, the wave. Oh. ride the wave baby. But yes. So yeah. Yeah, until Cassis you yeah, know when he gets up here dude I hope He's he- gonna be unbelievable I mean dude it would be nuts if he played for the fucking Red Sox we played against him growing up that's just like crazy I, I, fell I don't know dude guy. South Florida baseball is just unreal like seeing all these kids that we used to play you're with you're down from Miami too you went to Slam Academy and Pace who did Cheater he went to Pace oh yeah 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 no I know That's what. that's what I'm talking it's like it's nuts dude yeah. Like, I had my juco last year, but like everyone knew everybody, and I was just like,
1: oh. Yeah, Christian Arroyo's from uh, Pasco County, Florida, yeah. JD Martinez from Broward County, Nova, dude.
0: Yeah. yeah, I wish I, I wish I played Nova. I, I wanted to go to Nova so bad, I don't know why. Me too, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, that could be another episode too, just talking about fucking South Florida baseball growing up and doing that. That should be kind of interesting, not gonna lie. Yeah. It'd probably be like horror stories and we'd probably have to go to therapy after. But hey. <laughs> screw it. For real. All right. <laughs> Christian
1: Arroyo. What's up? Christian Arroyo. I mean, Christian Christian is just very solid all around. Excellent, excellent defender. He got on base, hit for a low power. Only I mean, he just got freak injuries. I mean, yeah. he got COVID. He got hit in the wrist, pulled a hamstring when they threw him at first when he was out of position. I mean, just freak injuries that he just can't control.
0: Which sucks. So he had so much potential, such a great season, and be the second baseman for the Sox when we needed him. But and he has like no service
1: time because he's like been he's been a yo-yo guy up and down all his career. I mean, first former first rounder. I mean, I think he's a ton of potential. The only thing is, if they don't see him being a long-term solution, they move him for like a pitcher. I could see that, but. I hope he's back with the team next year. I think he's really
0: good. I think yeah. he comes
1: up in big moments.
0: I think, I, think, um, I think I'll keep him on. I think they give him like at least a year or two to see if he pans out, like a full, healthy year, hopefully. And yeah. I really think he will pan out. Because, dude, when he's on, like he's another electric factory. That's why this team was so special, because they had so many yeah. dudes that were just dudes, you know? But yeah. uh, I, I hope he comes back, and I hope he stays there. So. And he hasn't made an error since 2019. It's yeah. crazy. It's it's stupid. And he made he it's not like he's conservative either. He makes diving plays. he does everything. Yeah, is everything you want. So you gave him a B, I gave him B plus. So overall B. So that's a very yeah. good season. Uh this one needs very little explanation on why we both gave him an A plus, but um Mr. Rafi Devers, Mr. Scoops, our youngest son. Yeah, I mean, just
1: MVP caliber season. I mean just unbelievable he had a 4.7 war I mean and his the defense started out a little shaky but over time he settled in and he was vacuum over there
0: when do you think Rafi Devers will be an MVP candidate
1: I mean he should be I mean what do they have to I mean what else can he do other than clean up the defense early in the year there's nothing else he can do. I mean, there was a there was a series where you know the Astros just threw him fastballs the whole series and he couldn't touch them. But yeah,
0: other than that, he was just dude. I don't think defense matters because Fernando Tatis is a finalist for the NL MVP right now. So don't think defense is the issue. But like go viral on Instagram um, and like become a poster boy for them to do that. Exactly. That's that's one thing. I love it because I love the excitement that like Tatis brings and all these new young yeah. talents bring. But then you get dudes like Rathi Devers and honestly, our Devers next. Is, time we're gonna talk Devers about- is insanely young too. I mean, yeah, no, he's insanely young, but he's not like loud. The, pro-
1: the problem is he came up with stars around him with Bogarts and Mookie and Chris Sale. Yes, yeah, so and lost Mad Team. Double. So it was never like, it wasn't his team. It was just a bunch of dudes who were
0: unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Which is good for the red Sox, but um yeah. Yeah, i think, I think Rafi will be an MVP like next year the year after if he keeps it up i'm
1: hoping they give him a blank check i mean
0: yeah he, no. be a red Sox for life when is he a free agent do you know
1: um two years from now but i think they gotta just lock him up early and just yeah.
0: no get We're it out of the way. way yeah speaking of locking up early and red Sox for life mr number two standard bogarts dude i mean just unbelievable unbelievable like you,
1: he's the car, he's the he's the captain of the team i don't know why he doesn't have a c but he's just so consistent and he went through a little rough stretch but he got hit in the wrist right before and he's had wrist problems in the past i mean probably was playing really hurt
0: and he got covid
1: so. and he got covid and like when he got covid it seemed like the season fell apart and that's what makes him such the leader that he was off the field
0: and it was just
1: yeah. It was almost like when that happened, it was almost like the game couldn't function without him. Exactly. But you know, the Red Sox gave by and treaded water till
0: they got him back. And then love the dirty water, baby. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, we'll move on to JD Martinez. Devin. Excellent.
1: Excellent bounce back year. I mean, 2020 was just a weird year. And
0: you it, know, was, just... it was an anomaly. Like I knew, I knew this was going to happen with JD. Yeah. He's just such a
1: complete professional hitter who just he's so productive up there it's ridiculous
0: i feel like every time he swings a bat it's the same swing no matter where it's pitched like yeah he's not afraid to take a single over the second baseman's head no it's a pure professional swing that's kind of got lost in today's game not gonna lie yeah especially at the dh position where they're all just trying to hit bombs but i feel like jd is such a solid hitter and like we need him he's just a He's just a complete hitter that
1: he's Beater. anchors. He just hit, anchors the lineup.
0: Exactly. He makes everyone around him better. Yeah. Thank God we have JD. Thank God he's back for another season. And hopefully this guy comes back for another season. Mr. Schwaba himself. Yeah. I mean, Kyle was just great. Pickup. He was, he was the guy that got the Red Sox over the hump for this team.
1: Just came in, made everyone around him better. Got on base exceptionally well. I mean, I, I mean, he do the check mark when he got on base, it was just like, oh, okay. I got on base. Now it's time to go to work for yeah. the next at-bats. Whether it was a home run, a
0: double single or a walk, he just found ways to make things happen. Dude. I remember how like pissed off I was at the trade deadline. That all we got is Kyle Schwarber. We didn't get Anthony Rizzo, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and then Kyle Schwarber goes out there and just shoves it right up my ass. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm the guy you needed. And I couldn't be happier to have anything shoved up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Dude, uh, like Hein Bloom is a mad genius because I didn't think in a million years that the Red Sox would trade for Kyle Schwarber during the trade. I, I think I-
1: Heim Bloom is an ex- exceptional talent evaluator. Yeah. I mean, the way he builds uh, like the way he built the farm system with not so much big, big name guys are the mayor. But, like, for Andrew Benintendi, I mean, yeah, Frenchie Cordero, whatever. But you had John Winkowski, I think is how you say his name. You have Freddie Valdez and a couple more guys. You go draft Nick York, who's just been unbelievable in
0: AAA. I mean, yeah, or not really, but minor leagues. I he honestly is a mad genius. And there's a reason why he's with the Red Sox right now. It's, yeah, it's weird. You could, I mean, you saw what he did with the Rays, like. Yeah, it's unbelievable. He's Honest, just honestly, I don't know anybody really, on the Rays. No one knows yeah. anybody on the Rays, but I know. I mean, now you do, but <laughs> yeah, we we pay attention to baseball, but people yeah. who don't know anything about baseball. Like, don't yeah. even know who the Rays are. For one, that's Speaking another. Speaking of the thing. Rays, but like Randy I mean,
1: Rosarina hired.
0: Yeah,
1: it's just uh, Boros today or yesterday. What? Do Randy Rosarina hired Boros yesterday. Really? Yeah uh you that extension
0: yeah i don't know i just don't like i don't like big boris big corporations boom i'll tell you a story about that later <laughs> yeah dude shout out to my girl rachel luba though yeah i wonder what she's up to she's back and posting on twitter and stuff so is bauer so, so hot That's another story that we're not going to get into on this episode. No, you're not. No. All right. Let's move on to. um, Aaron Duran. Speaking of disappointments. (laughs) (laughs) Jared Duran. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, dude, flew through the uh, organization, dude. And we thought he was going to be the next big thing. And he comes up and it's just meh. The only thing is every rookie struggled except for Wander Franco. But, like, he's
1: just on a different level. But. Every rookie struggled around the whole league. I mean, Jerry Kalanick struggled worse hey, than... Me.
0: Hey, Jonathan India, man. Go Stallions. What's up? Oh, okay.
1: And, and Jonathan India.
0: AHS like, pride, baby.
1: <laughs> overall, they just weren't as good as a normal year. But, you know, his first game, he comes up, gets a hit off Garrett Cole, and everyone's like, this dude can hang. Yeah. he He showed flashes where then they go down to Toronto or down to... Uh, great or clear clear water i think uh the blue jays spring training home is where they played them and then he hits an opposite field home run it's like wow this dude's not afraid to go the other way he's got pop he's fast he's a burner i mean dude and then, look, at his,
0: look at in the picture we posted look at his goddamn forearms like they're he's just uh, running and they're bulging it's unreal
1: and then you know they throw a high fastball with any velo and he just michael chavis just yeah can't mess up. i
0: mean <laughs> michael chavis
1: The one thing with this with Duran, he showed the ability to make adjustments and change his swing and still produce all throughout the minor leagues. Yeah. So I think I think he starts the year in AAA. Let him mature a little bit. Let him get some confidence back because at the end of the year he looked lost. I think once he gets a little confidence, he'll get rolling. And
0: I mean, back up right now, like, do you think he stays on this team? Like, there's kind of not really a place for him, you know, with Kike. I'll feel kind of set for a couple years.
1: I think if. I think he's a good fourth outfielder but I think he has more potential than that so maybe they flip him for catching or death or a reliever I mean yeah good catching uh third catcher and Connor Wong who works exclusively with Nathan Uvoldi, who hits too with yeah. power
0: yeah but I, I think they need to flip him for a reliever man especially like because that was kind of our downfall this year man it's just the relief pitching I yeah, feel I like mean, that's a common theme though you know throughout baseball yeah not even throughout baseball. Like, even oh, if it's yeah. I remember in yeah. 2018, we were just complaining about how shitty the bullpen was. Yeah. And then Joe yeah. Kelly fixed it. Joe okay. Kelly fixed it. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. Uh, can we name one team that has a solid bullpen? Dodgers. Okay. Well, they spend money. <laughs> they're, like, they're the Yankees of the West, dude. They spend money on anything that walks. But yes. The dude, Dodgers. They really don't. They developed that whole team. Really? They develop
1: Seager, Turner, or Seager. Bellinger, Will Smith, Austin Barnes, Max – or they claimed Max Muncy off waivers from the A's. They, Justin Turner was like a nobody when they yeah. got him. He
0: was like average.
1: Developed, they developed Dustin May, Victor Gonzalez, Tony Gosselin, Kenley Jansen. I mean, the reason they're in the spot to spend as much money as they are is because they, they developed –
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and they're able to tr- trade guys – for big names like Scherzer and Turner because of the prospects they developed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That trade was unreal. I did yeah. not think that was ever going to happen, yeah, which yeah. it really shouldn't have. That's kind of just like uh, two yeah, of the just... best players in the game in one trade. Like that's just exactly. And they didn't even win the 88 win. Braves did love that. Bra- anybody oh. can beat anybody. Braves got hot at the right time. And that is why baseball is the greatest sport of all time. Yes, it is. All right, so mm-hmm. let's, let's go to Kike.
1: Kike! Dude just locked down the outfield. He was unbelievable out there. And he rakes.
0: In the postseason, when he was the greatest player alive, I was going to walk my ass to Fenway and get a <laughs> Kike Hernandez jersey. Just
1: I was so to getting one when I was there for the wild card game.
0: Oh, my God, dude. It was – it's just absurd. Like, the dude went off. Did get cold at a terrible time, though. But, I mean, you can't really – Everyone did. Yeah, the whole fucking team did. That's why we're not yeah. – That's yeah. why we, we're not holding up a trophy right now and fucking still drunk from – I mean <laughs> – From the parade.
1: KK just, uh, you know, got slotted into that leadoff role and just after the first month was a little rocky, then got going and he just anchored the top of the lineup. I mean, he, he got on base on, like – a three thirty seven clip, I mean, hit for a low power. I mean, he was he everything. Made things, he made things happen and was excellent in center field. He just he anchored the team almost between defense and offense. He was that guy.
0: Yeah, and you know what's you know what's weird? I think like the fan, the MLB fans, the Red Sox fans knew something that I don't know. Honestly, I didn't know before the season. I thought Kike. I thought he was going to be a, like an average hitter. I didn't really think he was going to be like this good, but like, yeah. you know how, it, what was he? Fifth in Jersey sales preseason. Yeah. It was, was like crazy. a buff like trout, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I think some people know more than we do, I guess, or I do at least. All right. And now uh, let's go to Verdugo.
1: Well, with Verdugo Red Sox, you know, just, I think this is the type of year or I think, This past year, it shows what type of player he is. He's going to hit for a high average, get on base a lot, not a ton of power, but he gets on base. And, you know, I think he's an excellent trend, or I think he's an excellent replacement for Andrew Benatendi because that's what they wanted Benatendi to be. And then Benatendi got this whole notion where he's trying to hit home runs
0: and the biceps took over.
1: Yeah, the biceps took over. But I think this is what the Red Sox ideally wanted. Benintendi to be a guy who's going to hit for a high average, get on base, a little bit of pop, good arm in the outfield. I mean,
0: dude, not he's, solid.
1: Yeah, he's just Yeah, he's just a solid player. He's the guy that you need on your team.
0: And he's also, like, he's a funny dude. He's a great dude. Like
1: Brings the energy. Player. And the best thing about it, he loves playing in Boston. He's not afraid of the spotlight. Exactly. And I
0: remember season. He came up in huge moments. Yeah. Huge, huge, he dude! I was at pressure. I was at the game um, when uh, he hit the go-ahead home run against Toronto, yeah. and that was just unreal. And then in the inter- post-game interview, they're like, uh, "When did you know this team was special?" And it was like from day one. And he was like, "Yeah, everything he's he said kind of just made me like fired up." Fit for Boston, perfect. He's accountable when things
1: don't go right, and he's he embraces the city perfectly. I mean, he's just a perfect fit.
0: And now he hates the Yankees because they threw stuff at him. Yeah.
1: I think that's another great job of Bloom, of looking for guys that are good in the clubhouse and can handle the spotlight. As we've seen in the past, a lot of guys can't. But between all the additions he's made, between Renfro, Verdugo, Kike, Schwarber, they've all excelled in Boston.
0: Yeah, and I remember On the, beginning of the season, speaking. This is the next dude we're uh, pitching.
1: Damn, starting. We we'll want start with Matt Barnes back end and work forward. Let's hear it. I mean, all-star in the first half, and then just the wheel just fell off. Just
0: shit himself. And that – that's why I gave him an F. Because, I mean, dude, I I was – I was so high. I was like, oh, my God, dude. We have another Jonathan Pavobon. We have another all-star closer. And then it just kind of just went way by the wayside. Well, I – He
1: was so overused in the first half. I mean, not really to anyone's fault. I mean, they were winning a ton, so he's gonna come in a ton,
0: yeah,
1: whatever. But there was no one else to pick up the slack. I mean, that was before. I mean, Whitlock was coming off Tommy John. You can't throw him a lot. Hulk was in Triple A. Brazier was dealing with concussion and a broken finger and whatever else he was. Exactly. Um, Darwin's and Hernandez was just ineffective all year. So, the two really guys that you had were him and Ottavino, and you need more than that. So, I give him a pass with that. I mean, especially coming off a year where,
0: what, he threw maybe 20 innings? Yeah. But I don't know, man. I think if you're a major leaguer, especially an all-star, too, it's like you can't I really you get tired. I, yeah, but I don't think I don't think you have an excuse to get tired, especially if you're at the highest level of baseball. No, I
1: know. I, th- I think with a reset this offseason, he'll be – a good middle reliever next year, I, but yeah. But I feel like uh, he needs to be a closer with the money they just gave him. But I think I don't think his ceiling's a closer. I think his ceiling's a very good setup man. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. He,
0: right.
1: he I mean, it wasn't really his velo was down. It was he was just missing location. It just looked sloppy. It was just yeah, get out there and
0: just get. Yeah. Wasn't he? He wasn't on the um, ALCS roster, right?
1: Yeah, no, he was left off.
0: Exactly. Like your all star reliever, you leave I off. I think they
1: wait, did they put him on when they um, put him on because who
0: got who got, Richards
1: hurt? got hurt against yeah. Tampa? Yeah. Yeah.
0: They put him on after that, but like originally, like he wasn't on it. Yeah. But it's you can't have that as your all star. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. And his MLB the show card was sick too. And it was very disappointing. Yeah. But, <laughs> anyway, we'll go to Mr. Ryan Brazier. He was,
1: I mean, you, he- he was just – he had a really rough year injury-wise. I mean, rehabbing gets smoked in the head with a line drive. That's just – the fact that he was able to come back and throw again this year is a feat in itself. Yeah. And he threw well when he came back. I mean, outside
0: of the wild card
1: game, he was good.
0: He was, he was one, of the, uh, one of the boys that came out of the pen, and I was really just scared. <laughs> I felt kind
1: of comfortable. I mean, not comfortable, but he's – He pitched big innings in 2018 in the pen, and he's shown experience that he can get it done. And you know, working back from big head injury, you know.
0: I mean, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be like he'll he'll be a solid member of the bullpen next year. All right, Uh, Mr. Davis is next. Austin Big Fudge. I think he was very serviceable. Yeah, I mean, he was fine.
1: He's He's good. luck to have a bullpen that can get you a couple outs.
0: I know, but it's just, I, I don't know. I have a thing against just average relievers. Oh, I don't throw in slop lefties. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just feel like if you're in the MLB, like. Yeah. Uh, maybe I mean, that's- he, his,
1: uh, he got the job done when he came in.
0: Yeah. I mean, every now and then. Still this little,
1: Yeah. This is a little out of order. You want to just continue with the bullpen and then find the starters? Yeah. So Hernandez? Yeah, let's go with Darwin's in. I mean, to I him. don't trust him at all. Yeah, no, sorry. He's wild. I mean, you saw what happened in the playoffs. He got absolutely lit up.
0: It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. that much.
1: It really wasn't. I mean, he throws hard and he's a lefty. So there is potential and there is a need for that. But I think, I mean, I think he get uh, makes the team out of spring training and see how he rebounds.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I hope, I mean, maybe he makes it. Better.
1: He struck out a lot of guys, though. He struck out 30% guys. That's a, good thing as a reliever
0: yeah but I, with the mlb like everyone's striking out these days so it's not like that's true not impressive unless you got like i don't know like matt barnes like yeah. 37 be... yeah
1: his fit was terrible too his fit was a 479 yeah
0: exactly so
1: we will go to the next guy martin perez i mean just terrible <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he he had like one good bullpen outing when he first got moved to the pen where his stuff was like mid nineties and you're like whoa could this yeah. like work and dude, then you we know
0: have a dude out of the pen yeah
1: we got a hard thrown lefty at the pen with a lot of pitches with decent decent stuff but you know he just is not good yeah I don't... he was a good guy for 2020 and what they needed him for but I think they were counting on him to do that again but yeah he just I... couldn't get.
0: It. I feel like this is making me depressed, kind of going over yeah. the bullpen. I was so happy after the offense and then just going to the bullpen. I'm just like, yeah. oh. Garrett, so let's go Garrett Richards since he ended the year in a pen. Yeah. I didn't think he was a bad reliever. No, I I didn't either, but it's just way too expensive for a reliever. Way too expensive for a long reliever. Yeah, and it, it just made me like – just it just made me fucking depressed, okay? I was sad. Yeah, I was sad he was coming out of the pen because you spent he showed so much flashes. Money. He showed flashes where he was really good.
1: And the one thing I gave him, he battled his ass off. He did.
0: He did. He knew yeah.
1: he couldn't pitch without the whole spider tack thing, but he, you know, went out there and gave it. I mean, no, it's not enough to do it, but he gave it his all. I mean, he was trying. He was mixing things up. He was throwing really slow curveballs, faster curveballs. Trying, he was changing what he did and what he's done his whole MLB career to try to get out.
0: Yeah, so I mean, a lot of guys are
1: just gonna live and die with what they got, but yeah. he was trying to, he was trying to, you know,
0: Re- reinvent. Try yeah. yeah, so kudos him for that. But he gone. It just really made me sad. Not gonna Yeah, lie. he gone. <laughs> All right, next guy, uh, Hansel Robles. I mean, Robles, oh solid.
1: Kind of, he was great with the socks, but he just scared me
0: yeah i mean i i liked him i i yeah. thought he was just solid dude he was dude. solid that's really that's really it i mean the k rate what twenty What is that 12? No, or no that's probably uh, k rate twenty five right yeah 25, 26 percent you can do that that's solid yeah a solid yeah uh,
1: Connor Siebel started let's go josh taylor he was great yeah Josh Taylor went on a run where he didn't or didn't allow anything for really why wow. I mean he was terrible when Austin Bryce was on the team but when as soon as Bryce
0: got DFA'd Taylor is just unbelievable do you think there's anything like with that Think they had beef
1: I don't know I mean I think it was just like maybe I don't know maybe they were just throwing around thoughts and Taylor's like hey that might work and then went out there and just didn't and then the second he left Taylor is just like you know what I'm gonna I should be the closer and he should have been in my opinion I think really? you know Taylor throws 96, 97 with a good slider. I mean, dude's good. He's struck out 29% of guys.
0: Yeah. That's, that's 1% less than Barnes. Yeah. I mean, that, that is pretty good. The numbers do kind of speak for themselves. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. Just this bullpen. Nobody really excited me. Besides, yeah. I mean, let, let's uh, – you just want to go to him now?
1: Yeah, let's go Garrett Whitlock.
0: Mr. Whitlock. God, that man fired God. me up. Oh, oh my dude. God. You can, t- you seem excited. You can talk about him, dude. I mean, you just look at his walk rate like under six percent, strikeout weight 27. The dude, it was a dog. He was a dog. He would come out of the pen, you know, what was coming. You know, you were getting three. That's like I said earlier, dude. He is a dog. And I was so hyped when he got out of the pen and it was just, or what, what is it now? What does Peter call it? Uh, the arm barn, arm barn, arm barn. Like yeah. bar. But dude, I loved Whitlock. I love seeing him out there. I personally just watching the games. I mean, I'm not a super fan like Jared Karabas and watch every game, but, like, I didn't see him do bad. I did not see him do bad one time.
1: No, I mean, especially coming off Tommy John and the fact that he was a Rule 5 guy and even better, he's from New York. I mean, what a season. What yeah. a season. I know. I, I, mean, I That falls back on the Red Sox scouting department, department how, like, good they are. I mean –
0: Blows my mind. You don't
1: find guys like him and, uh, like Jonathan ruse who I think still has a lot of potential. Yeah. As a util guy, but you don't find guys like that without a really good scouting department.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, that's why I'm so excited for this Red Sox team to come. Like, I hope yeah. it's I hope they're the next dynasty in baseball, which would be sick.
1: Yeah, and then
0: let's take a step back with Phillips Valdez. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, his stats are a little skewed by when they let him, like, left him in there to die when the Red Sox were up like 20 to one against the Rays and, you know, gave up like 10 runs in one inning. So his stats are a little thrown off by that, but he had good, he had good stretches and bad stretches. He was, he was what they wanted out of him, where he was just going to come in and eat innings. I mean, he wasn't a high leverage guy by any means, but came in low leverage,
0: blowouts and threw strikes. He is the epitome of the Red Sox bullpen. Yeah. Eh, whatever. And that's, that's I want. Awesome. I want the Red Sox bullpen to be my reaction when I talked about Garrett Whitlock. Like, oh my god, he's a dude. <laughs> For real. But like, just For real. the rest but of the bullpen. about the rotation. The rotation was good. The rotation was good, especially like without having sailed the entire year. Yeah, Nathan Eovaldi yeah. stepped up so much. I love that man. He I the
1: highest more among
0: starting pitchers in the AL. five six he has the biggest nuts ever what was it 2018 the year he broke out kind of that was the year he got traded Boston so yeah yeah just ever since then whenever he evolved he took the mound I was just I I knew something thrives under pressure I know and
1: it's unreal dude he took the ball in that wild card game and you could just tell from the first pitch that he was just going to dominate
0: Yeah, you know, I wish I could see that game, but you know what? (laughs) You know what? I had practice from 8 o'clock to 11 o'clock p.m. Yeah, I flew to Boston for that. (laughs) I know you did. I know you did. Yeah, I mean, Nate
1: Though, I mean, he proved he can be an ace on any team, and he's a free agent after this year, so it's a little scary. I don't know what they do because the injury history and the age, but I I. I love to see him retire Red Sox. He, he's just, like, thrived so well in Boston. That extension that he got from Dabrowski that everyone was kind of like, oh, what are you doing? Okay. It's That's just – it's panned out based off that playoff game alone and this year.
0: Yeah, it's one of the few no that Dabrowski did good. It. Yeah. But I, I think he needs to stay here. So
1: Yeah. Next guy, Tanner Houck. Houck. I mean, strikes out – Struck out thirty one percent of that guys. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have. Did he have? I don't know if he had any wins, but the ERA was good. He had three five two and a FIP of two five eight. I mean, he was good. He just got no help.
0: Yeah, I feel like like he's he's solid, but sometimes he just got lit up. Like every yeah, time. it was when he saw the order the third time. Yeah, and then he just got lit up. Like he didn't really miss yeah. that bad.
1: No, he was good. I mean his his fastball slider combo like. He's seen the overlays on pitching ninja. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 10 and a If the Red Sox get in a jam where they don't have a closer next year, I could see him filling that role just off his stuff alone. And I would love to see him in the rotation because I know. I think he can think... get him in for a game for three, four innings. I mean, that's just ideal. But if they have to move him to the closer role, I think he's gonna be a lockdown closer.
0: Yeah, I think I think I would rather see him like coming out of the rotation, not the bullpen. Yeah, Marvart,
1: my bad. Martin, yeah. <laughs> you then got, we got uh, Nick Pavetta. I mean, talk about another guy that thrives under pressure. What he did in the playoffs was just like, wow. Yeah. He filled that uh rover role that Alex Cora employs in the playoffs, and he did it. Excellent job. I mean, he's the definition. He's the reason why you don't give up on guys with unbelievable stuff.
0: Yeah. I another dude that I saw come out and I was actually, happy. Yeah. I wasn't fucking scared. Pavetta, Pavetta I mean, we're were the two dudes that I would see them on the mound. And I would just be like, oh, we're so straight.
1: Oh, yeah, because you know, you're gonna get three, three, four ish innings out of them and they're yeah. gonna be locked down.
0: Exactly, we're gonna be fine.
1: So. The overall season numbers were extremely average with a four, five VRA and a four, two, fifth. But yeah. like when it mattered most is when he came out and
0: yeah. shoved. And that's that's all that really matters, especially being a pitcher. Yeah. So I think I think he's good. And now our dog Erod.
1: Yeah. I mean, hopefully he's back. I mean, he just got kind of got snake bin. I mean, his ERA was a four seven, but his FIP was a three three two. So like it shows that defense and just bad luck overall.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's he's always a solid starting pitcher too. He's
1: gonna eat he's gonna eat innings. I mean, he threw 160 this year coming off a year where he didn't throw it all. So that's a huge step in the right direction.
0: Oh, I forgot he had that heart thing with COVID. Yeah, he
1: didn't throw it all last year. Wow. And he kind of battled with, like, lingering side effects. I mean, the one star where he uh, got pulled because of the migraine. Yeah. I mean, I think he he battled, like, a Warrior the whole year. He had a great FIP. I mean, he did his part, and the rest
0: of the team kind of let him down. But yeah. – I think the one thing with Iran. Is if the Red Sox are going to have like a stacked rotation, and everything, I think he kind of needs to step up and get to that instead of being just average and just solid. I think he needs yeah, to be next level. He needs to be that guy. He's shown flashes of it in the yeah, past. He has. he has him. Come on, yeah. And he he looks like a dude, but I think if the Red Sox are going to have a solid rotation, he's going to need to step up.
1: Yeah. Well, let's see if he's even back next year. The Angels are linked to him very strongly right now.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. I could see him going there. I mean, they need pitching
0: help like nobody else. The Angels just need fucking anything.
1: They just – I mean, their it's- offense is just unbelievable. It's just like they've just told – like, every time there's a big free, big free agent pitcher, big free agent batter, they go after the batter. It's like, you need pitching.
0: You have the greatest player of a generation, and he hasn't seen the playoffs since – what 2014, right? Yeah, something
1: crazy. And you got Anthony rendon you got uh Otani. I mean, build a road, build somewhat of a pitching staff for them. Do
0: something. You can't have you
1: got, you got Jared Walsh, Brandon Marsh, you got Joe Adele coming up. I mean, yeah. the offense is there. It's you solid. Build a, build a decent enough pitching staff where
0: you could be the Red Sox.
1: Yeah. That's what they need to follow up. The Red Sox pitching is always a little eh, whatever, shaky. And the offense is just like unbelievable.
0: But the Angels, goddamn, dude. Like,
1: I think they'll figure it out, this new wave of guys coming up. But yeah,
0: I think they need to go back to their old jerseys.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's wrong too.
0: I think that's a problem.
1: Yeah. And then finishing off the grades with Christopher Allen sale
0: Dude, I heard a rumor that he has, like, nipple piercings or a belly button, ring. One of the two.
1: That was an excuse why he, like,
0: he was just screwing with the reporter. I think. Oh, okay. I thought that was an actual thing.
1: <laughs> I asked him about something. He's like, oh, there's a nipple piercing or something.
0: That's awesome. I love Chris Sale. Every, I mean, he kind of slew down at the end a little bit.
1: I mean, he's coming off Tommy John. It's, yeah. I mean, be coming off Tommy John, speaking from experience, so you're going to have days where you feel great. And you're going to have days where you feel like you've never picked up a baseball before. And it's yeah. a foreign object. Yeah. You're going to have those days. And I think ultimately, I mean, he struck out 28% of guys. He did well. I mean, he pitched really well in that last game against the Astros. Uh, yeah. I mean, Chris Sale was pretty solid, finished off on a really high note. And he's going to have a normal offseason where he can get back to, build up and be back
0: to who he was i think i think chris Hill, yeah no doubt in my mind that i think chris Hill will go back to who he is so yeah all right is that it for the grading are we good yeah but a bing bada boom the realest in the room we can't copy everything section 10 does right no we cannot <laughs> all right they are um, a great podcast, though. huh they are a great po- podcast they are a great podcast and if they see this it should like reach out and like give us some pointers or something well, i hope so <laughs> that'd be nuts we'll see you next week yeah thanks for listening to the first episode of landing on Landsdown podcast and we will see you next time